0: This is a detailing business class podcast, episode 13. Do you need to be an accredited detailer or have some type of certification in order to be successful? Coming up. And welcome back to another episode. Glad to have you with us. Hopefully, you're ready to learn something to implement into your detailing business, whether you're going to start or grow, whether you're kind of interested. Hopefully, you'll take some nuggets out of this episode. So this one is a question quite frequently where people want to start their business and they want to seem more professional or they want to have a higher perceived value of their business. And a pretty frequent thing they think that will achieve that for them is to be accredited or to get some type of certification in their business to somehow show their clients or, you know, hanging on the wall somewhere to say, hey, I've gone through this or I have these certifications, look at this piece of paper, I can now charge more. And in this episode, I just want to discuss about, you know, why that might work, why that might not work, what I recommend, what I prefer, and all that information. So right now, there's not many – well, actually, there's plenty of training facilities that you can get trained on, okay? So, like – and what I mean by that is, like, you can pay a organization, an individual – And they can train you, whatever that may be, right, interior, exterior. Usually it's going to be for, like, paint correction and sanding. But you can pay for, like, you know, for a brand like Chemical Guys, Shine Supply, or individuals um, that just offer those services. Now, a lot of times they'll give you some type of certification. But that certification, whether it's from an individual or from an organization or a brand, holds little to no weight right like there's no value in getting that piece of paper that says i've gone through a you know two day training with xyz brand in paint correction and what's ending now the skills that you acquire from that training is important the knowledge that you gained the the wisdom that you take away from that training is important but the actual piece of paper means nothing so if your thing is like man maybe you're coming from like and this is definitely coming from a background like if you come from school if you come from like another type of industry where it's heavily focused on accreditation if that if i said that correctly um, or certifications like let's say you're coming from like the commercial carpet cleaning industry Uh there's a lot of things that you can be certified in different fabrics and cleanings if you're coming from i mean just so many industries that like they heavily rely on getting certifications to either increase your pay your wage or something uh to increase your skills to get a promotion so you know and many other parts of the or many other industries rely on such things to really uh you know move you forward or to kind of uh add more value to yourself so it it only seems reasonable to apply that same concept uh to detailing but unfor- not really unfortunately just the the reality of it is that Having a, a certification of any degree when it comes to detailing, in terms of I'm certified, I'm an authorized installer of this coating. I'm a I've been certified detailer from this training organization. Holds n- little to no weight to yourself. Meaning you having that piece of paper in your business means nothing, and you. Showing that plaque or piece of paper to customers or or telling your customers that you've gone to this training, whatever, whatever, also doesn't hold much weight. Now, it to some degree, it will bid more credibility, sure, um, to where that like just saying, yeah, I've I've been certified. Just saying, I'm certified at this company that's like one of the most known training organizations in the country like sure if you said some, said something like that i mean i yeah it sounds pretty cool but as far as having the paper no so when you're gonna go get trained right like let's say you do want to improve your skills and your knowledge it just overall as a detailer, right that's great but you should go with the intent pr- primarily to increase your skill sets not to obtain a piece of paper that says hey i'm i've gone through this training And I am a whatever certified detailer from this organization because the reasoning behind that is that you're putting more emphasis and more value on the piece of paper and not your skills and knowledge. So let's say that you want to go get trained, right? And the main purpose is because you want to feel justified that you're able to offer a service. You want a, You want someone else. You need something else. You need something to say, yes, this person has completed this phase and now they're able to actually offer this as a service. If you're going with that mentality to get trained or certified, I would highly encourage you to not do it because that piece of paper will literally not change anything in your business. If you're really like nervous or anxious, anxious or scared or worried that like customers aren't going to perceive you in a, in a specific way or in a more professional way because you don't have that piece of paper and you're really waiting for that piece of paper, then I would say don't go get trained because I can guarantee you once you go out there, get trained, come back and you have that piece of paper, absolutely nothing will change. You're still not going to have any customers. You're still not going to have the knowledge or know-how to get customers. You're still going to be dependent on that next thing you have to get in order to really start and grow your business. So if you have that intent in your mind of, yes, I want this piece of paper because this is going to justify me, this is giving me the authorization, this is giving me permission to do what I want to do, then no, don't do it. But if you are going to increase your skills, to increase your knowledge, to, to better, you, better yourself as a detailer, yes. But because, so there's a, a very clear difference in what I'm saying. If you want to go to improve your skills and knowledge and become a better detailer, yes. If you're going because you want this piece of paper or you think that this training is going to justify, it's going to give you permission, it's going to authorize you to then say, okay, now I'm ready to do it, No. So those are two very different things that you're going for. So make sure you're going for the training and the skills, not for hey, I want this piece of paper that makes me feel better and good about myself. Now, if we present that piece of paper, or if you try to like, okay, it's so like so. For me, I in 2014 I went to Shine Supply to be trained again, two and a half day uh, training for advanced paint correction and wet sanding. And again, I had the certification. I got the skills. I got the knowledge. Now, if I were to show that piece of paper or you know, kind of highlight it on my website, though it's not going to hold much weight to the customer because the customer themselves don't really know what it all entails, right? Like, yes, saying you know, yes, I've been I've been trained. Like, it, it will add some value. Okay, there's there's you know, it, it will kind of shift their thought process of who I am. Like, definitely. But between someone not having been trained or a certification versus someone that has, there's a very insignificant difference in terms of the results that you're going to get in your business. Now, don't get me wrong. Yeah, if you have a certification that says, hey, this person has gone through this training. Yeah, I'm sure that there will be like a few brownie points added to that detailer. But in terms of comparing A and B versus one having a certification and the other not having a certification, insignificant i would not put much weight on the one that has a certification and i'm sure most customers do the same because what do they know right and think about it with like other industries as i always repeat myself look at under look at other industries and see what they're doing and see how those things apply like so for mechanics uh i haven't thought about this in forever for mechanics they have the asc certification right i forget what all that stands for i went to school to be mechanic for like two semesters forgot all that that was like back in 2011 and um, you can be AAC certified. Now, even if someone has, an, has, has the proper certifications, they can still be a very not good mechanic, correct? Even if every technician in that shop is certified, that shop could still be sorry. That, that, that shop could still be of poor quality, right? Because it's not just about the service. But if their service sucks, that's even worse. But then you have the service. You have the customer service. And you have all these other factors that go into saying, "Hey, is this shop reputable? Do I want to come back to this establishment? Do, do, are the staff well, like uh, trained well to interact with customers?" And you have so many other factors that go into into running a professional business that just having a certification doesn't mean much, and you shouldn't put much weight into it. It's it's that saying like, "Yeah, because I've I've gone to three different trainings, I have three different certifications," so. I'm able to charge now 200 bucks an hour whereas when I had one certification I was only able to charge 50 bucks an hour. No, that's that's like that's reverse thinking because at any point in time, if you know what you're doing in your business, if you know how to create the demand for your business, which is the most important part, if you know how to create the demand, if you offer great quality customer service and if you offer great quality of service, then you're able to charge whatever rate you want regardless of whatever piece of paper you have that says you've been trained or certified or whatever, whatever. So stop putting so much weight or emphasis on pieces of paper because they At the end of the day, they don't hold much value. Let's say you go to every top training organization person in this country over the next year and you go to 10 of them. You have 10 different certifications and pieces of paper that says you've gone through this training. You are among some of the finest detailers that's ever walked this planet and you can do any type of level of correction and wet sending to any vehicle from your McLaren to your Bugatti to the most rarest and vintage vehicles on this planet. Now, does that mean your business is going to grow anymore? Are people going to be lining up at your doorstep saying, oh, my God, hey, you've gone through 10 trainings. Can can you do my vehicle? Absolutely not. Nothing will change if you go through all those trainings. You're not going to be a high-demand person. You didn't just open up a five-star restaurant in New York City, and now everyone's raving and and going to be waiting outside the door for you. No, that's not how it's going to work. So if you are going for the training, that's good. If you're going for a piece of paper, no. So this will apply to, let's say, like again, this is gonna apply to if you're looking to be uh, an authorized installer for a sort of ceramic coating, right? Like just because you have that specific authorization or you're authorized installer for that ceramic coating, it doesn't mean like, wow, like people are gonna flock to me now because like I'm the I'm the authorized uh, installer. Like that's all. It's all made up, right? Like essentially, being an authorized dealer or installer for any ceramic coating is it, just. It's make believe, right? Like, it's, it's, you're the one that puts more weight on that than anyone else because the customers don't care, right? They, they generally do not care because they don't know. All they want is a ceramic coating that's going to give them two, three years. And there's a lot of products out there that achieve that without being an authorized installer. That's why I personally will not become an authorized installer for any ceramic coating because it's like a gimmick that I don't just, I don't, I don't play that. Not that I don't play the game, but I just, I don't want to fall into that category because I, again, I'm not putting, the value that i can um that I can offer to my clients or to my customers and my clients in my business by saying well look i'm a I am an authorized dealer for that brand, so that gives me more value i just I personally don't see it that way I'm not saying it's right or wrong it's just me personally Oscar what I do in my business and my life and my goals and what I try to do I'm not gonna go that route you can I'm not saying it's wrong I'm just saying for me and my opinion." is that I personally don't care about that. And I, I just see it as a little gimmick. So, um, and that's going to apply with that. That's going to apply with the trainings and like any other organization, like the big, the biggest one, I, I guess the only one really is the um, IDA, the uh, international detailing association like that too. Like I see, I've seen a big push over the last few years on it and like more people joining. And to me, like that, that certification, like it adds no value to you. That's why, again, I'm not going to sign up for that. It's, Not that it's a waste of time, but, again, going back to, like, the ASC certification for mechanics, just because you go through it, you can still be crappy. Just because you go through it doesn't mean you're going to be any more better. So if you want to go through it, not because you want to add more value, not because you want to – well, everything I just said. If you want to go, like, for the community, if you want to go for the like-minded people that are trying to start their business, yes. If you're going for, like, an IDA certification because – you want that piece of paper because you want to feel like you're 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 going to be more professional now? No, I w- I would not advise that. So all in all, I'm saying is if you want to start your business, you want to be professional, you want to add value, you want to be, you want to be perceived as a professional to your customers, you want to offer great quality work, great quality customer service, and you want to charge the rate that you want to charge, then you can do that without any of that. I mean, you can honestly do Every single little thing you want to do, without going out to and getting a piece of paper. Again, if you want to get trained, yes. If you're just going for that piece of paper, no. So let let's switch. Let's shift over to well, how do you actually gain that? How do you how do you create value, more value in your business? So f- first and foremost, it, you cannot you can't focus on just creating value and like being a better detailer or offering better customer service. If you don't have any customers, like none of this, none of anything matters. If you don't have your phone ringing, if you're not getting DMS, if you're not getting text messages, if you're not getting emails, nothing matters unless you're actually generating leads in your business that want to pay for your services. Anything other than that, you're just wasting your time because you can't put one before the other. So, what I would do is the first thing, and again, this is like I keep on repeating this over and over you need to focus on generating a consistent flow of leads on a daily basis. Like, for you have to focus on getting customers. Now, we're not going to go into that. I'm just saying, like, before anything, you have to create demand for your services. You have to get people to know who you are, what you offer. You have to get people to be interested in your services. Anything else in that, like, so, what you have ten certifications, so what you're cert- you're like a master detailer in i d a so what that you use the best tools and products if no one is calling you, no one is 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 inquiring about your services, then what does any of that matter? You're just a glorified nothing like I, I don't know you you're not getting any customers, you're not making any money you don't have a business if you don't have customers so First, let's get out of the way. You have to focus on marketing to attract customers, but we're not focusing on that in this episode because that would be something completely different. So a few other tips that you could do, though, in order to add more value is that get reviews. Online reviews will do so much more than being an accredited detailer or having certifications. Literally, having more five-star reviews from strangers across uh, Google, Yelp, Facebook, wherever other review platform, having more five star reviews will do you way more that va- way more um, will do so much more work for you. Will give you more of a return than anything else that you can do. Because imagine, like, if you have twenty seven five star reviews, and let's say you want to focus on paint correction and ceramic coatings, you have twenty seven five star reviews, and nineteen of those are from people that are saying, "I took my truck to him." He made that paint shine and now it's super easy to wash my car because of the ceramic coating. And then you have another one that says, hey, he did the absolute best job restoring my paint. And then you have another one that says, absolutely happy about the results he he gave me on my vehicle. I was going to take it to a body shop, but he did his work and it's looking amazing now. Imagine having 19, 20, 25 five-star reviews saying, hey, this guy, this 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 uh, uh, uh lady is a person to go to for pain correction and ceramic coating. Their, pricing, their prices are high but totally worth it. Their prices are higher than everyone else but every penny was worth it. I highly recommend this person for your pain correction and ceramic coating. And whatever service, right? I'm just using that because that's what I've been using as for the examples. But any service put in there. Um, and that itself will sell. That would that will convince more people to go with you than basically ninety percent of everything else that you'll do. Right? It doesn't matter what you say on your website, the the words that you use, the photos. Like if you have other strangers that are raving about your services that pay full price and they know that you're expensive and they're still saying, "Hey, this person was expensive, but it was highly worth it." This person was, was quoted me very high, and I still went with them. That will do you more good than 99% of everything else that you do in your business because you have complete strangers all agreeing that you're doing absolute amazing work and that you're totally worth it. So comparing that to saying, I have a, I have a certification. No, if, if you have 50 online five-star reviews, no one cares that you're not certified. Why? Because the strangers, everyone that's paid for your services are saying, this guy, this person, this lady, this company, this staff knows what they're doing and they're willing to go with you regardless of that, okay? So, yes, uh, uh, emphasis is is on getting five-star reviews. And, yes, five-star reviews, your goal with every customer should be a five-star review. And that means what? That means having great uh, customer service, having great quality of service, Right. Making sure that, that you're taking care that you're taking care of them, making sure that you're communicating with the customer, making sure that they're completely happy. So, yes, focus on five star reviews. It's not going to happen overnight, just as anything else. It's not going to happen overnight to get twenty five five star reviews. But if you want to really add value to your business and you really want to really like, show customers that you know what you're doing, get other people to rave about your services. But now going on to the next thing is let's say your website or your social media is show your work, show your progress, post quality photos. I don't mean you have to go out there and get a, you know, a $2,000 camera. Not at all. I'm just saying post quality photos and yes, your phone is good enough. But you want to post your work on your website and on your social media and Obviously, on social media, you're going to consistently post. Put on your website as well. Post quality image. Post the best of the best, the best before and afters, the best uh, 50-50, the best – like all these photos that you have, pick the best ones and put them on your website. That way, again – your work speaks for itself once you actually get them to land on your website or your social media the the your your photos will give you the the credibility that you need because instead of instead of the customer asking hey can they do paint correction hey can they do interior cleanings you you show them that you can you you show that you've done it you show that you can do it and that's going to that adds more value to your business because now you're showing them what you can do instead of just telling them Okay, moving on to the next tip to add value is having great customer service. Now, any of these tips that I'm saying, it's not like it's not like saying, "Hey, yeah, I can focus on this and not on that. I can do a little bit of this and and not that." Like even if you have other views, even if you have the great photos for your work, even if you have great customer service, you can't just say like, "Okay, I'm going to give up. I'm going to have crappy customer service, but my reviews are going to shine for me." Or I'm going to have, you know great photos of my work and I'll not really ask for reviews, but I have a great customer service. No, like all of these have to be at the highest level, right? These all have to be at 90, 100% efficiency for all of this to work. So now with your customer service, it's pretty basic. Just treat everyone like a human being, right? When they call, pick up within two phone calls. Make sure you're answering all their questions. Make sure when you say, hey, I'll text you tomorrow at two o'clock to confirm the detail, you text them tomorrow at two o'clock to confirm the detail. If you're going to be late to the job site, hey, send them a text message. Hey, Johnny, I'll be there 10 minutes uh, late. Sorry. See you soon, right? If, you know, if the weather might change, if the weather might rain tomorrow morning, uh, then send them a message um, the day before and say, hey, the weather might uh, rain tomorrow. Do you still want to continue with the detail? Or, hey, I'll text you tomorrow morning just to check to see how the weather is doing. So you just want to communicate with the customer now this doesn't mean you have to like talk to them for hours and hours don't that don't don't get that confused great customer service and communicating with the customer does not mean you're just there bombarding them with like okay i can tell you this and i can tell you that and i can tell you this and let me tell you a little bit more about this and a little bit more about that no it's just communicating efficiently to what they need to know in order to be satisfied and to know what's going to take place okay like you don't need to be there and send them a huge email of yet like no it condensed everything the communication and i've I've mentioned this quite a few times on instagram on my stories and some some of my posts so if you're not following me on there follow me because i share a lot of information but with me like when i book a customer in through email exchanges it might be three or four emails and once i get to the customer's job site when i call them to say that i'm there I'm sorry, when I send them a message, it's one message saying, hey, I've arrived. And then when I when I see them in person and I'm communicating with them, that whole conversation between me getting there and me starting to work on the vehicle is less than like three minutes. Then when I'm done with the vehicle and I call them out to accept payment and to walk around the vehicle, it is literally less than a five minute conversation. So all in all, between when they when they initially reach out to me via email to when I've accepted payment and I'm leaving the job site, the total communication that I've had with the customer is maybe under 10 minutes. And this, again, 10 minutes doesn't sound a lot because it's not a lot, but it doesn't have to be a lot. So as long as you know what to communicate and you're getting to all the points and you're still being friendly, like when I get there, I still have a very small conversation. I, we're, we're, I'm talking to them like I'm their friend, okay? Like it's not like... I'm some corporate or and like I get there, I'm talking super casual. As you hear me now, is how I talk to the customers and that's what makes great customer service. So you don't have to like go crazy with it. You're just treating people with courtesy and like a human being. Pretty simple, right? Crazy. So I'll wrap it up right there as those are some pretty heavy tips that you can use and apply to your business to add more value. Again, please don't go get trained just to get trained. Um, and to get that piece of paper because at the end of it it's not going to do what you think it's going to do like if you're really saying man once I get this this training like uh, I'll be so confident and I'll be ready to rock and roll and I'll be ready to go and service customers when you get that piece of paper and you get trained and you get back you're probably not going to do much more or anything different because it's probably something deeper that's that's in the way of you starting right like maybe it's just you have some mental hurdles that you need to get over and you're looking at something else that's going to do it for you but it 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 might really just be an internal dialogue that you need to have with yourself, saying, "Hey, I need to have the courage and confidence to go out there and actually service customers." And no matter what product or tool or certification or accreditation that I have, that's not going to change that because I see that a lot with plenty of detailers, and that's why I'm so I, I put a heavy emphasis on, "Hey, if you're going to get trained and incre- and improve your skills and all the GS, but if you're going because you feel like this piece of paper will actually." change something in your mind that you can actually go out there and service customers. That's likely not to happen. So hopefully you took something away from this episode. I say it quite often. If you have any questions, you can either email me or send me a DM on Instagram. I might not reply to you instantly. It might take a day, a week or a month, but at some point I will try my very best to reply to your, to your DM or to make a video or to make a video or a podcast or to sit to, to answer it via the Instagram stories. Um, so I'll try my best. I might not get to all of them, but Hey, you can still take a chance and send me a DM. So download the guide, the ultimate guide to start your detailing business. You can see it in the show notes. Uh, Follow me on Instagram and I'll talk to you guys on the next episode. Have a wonderful day.